What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are powerful. Is in my hand. Fan effect. It is Friday, and if you're looking for something to do this weekend, there is plenty of shows to check out. We've got Andy Farnsworth with KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast with what we should watch. So a lot on tap. Yeah, there is a lot. So let's get right to it. First, the stuff uh, I enjoyed pretty much everything we've got this weekend. So get ready to add to your list of things that hopefully someday you'll get around to watching. Up first is the movie that could knock John Wick down from number one at the box office this weekend. You've probably seen ads for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, as the studio has spent a ton on promoting it. The movie's based on the popular role-playing game, but don't worry, you can still enjoy it even if you've never generated a character sheet or rolled a dodecahedron. In Honor Among Thieves, Chris Pine stars as Edgen Darvis, but honestly, he's pretty much just playing himself, a charming former thief who retired from his thieving ways to live a peaceful life with his wife while they raise their daughter. When Darvis decides to do one last job as a thief, of course things go wrong and he loses everything. After escaping prison, he joins up with some of his old thieving chums on a quest to find a powerful ancient relic to stop a potential evil from spreading through the land. Dungeons and Dragons has a well-balanced and recognizable cast that includes Fast and Furious as Michelle Rodriguez, as well as Hugh Grant, Sophia Lillis from It, Justice Smith as a wizard who's not very good at magic, and Reggae John Page from Bridgerton. Another thing, you don't have to have ever played D&D in order to enjoy the movie. I have a basic knowledge of tabletop RPGs in general, though I've never played D&D itself yet. I thought the movie was hilarious and fun. There was even an Easter egg related to the old Dungeons and Dragons Saturday morning cartoon from the 1980s, which I was a show that I loved watching. So I was super excited to catch that little reference. Everybody in the movie seems to be enjoying themselves, which carries over into audience perception. Honestly, it has the feel of a movie that could have been a summer release in years past and still earned a lot of money. D&D Honor Among Thieves is rated PG-13 for fantasy violence and some language, but I think tweens and up will definitely enjoy this. And D&D fans should as well. It is playing only in theaters. Up next, it's a sequel to one of the more popular Netflix original movies from a few years ago. Murder Mystery 2 brings back Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston as the husband-wife team of Nick and Audrey Spitz. Now, he was a police officer and she was a hairdresser before they accidentally got caught up in and then helped solve a murder mystery while they were on vacation in the first film in this series. Nick and Audrey loved the adventure and had so much fun solving the crime they decided to quit their jobs and pour all their savings into becoming private detectives. Problem is, they're not having so much luck and they don't seem to be very good at the job either. Now on the financial stresses getting to their of their business going as causing a strain in their relationship. So when their old pal the Maharaja invites them both to come to his lavish island wedding, they take him up on the offer. No surprise, but the wedding party's thrown into chaos when one person shows up dead, another is kidnapped, and all signs point to someone in the wedding party being an accomplice. But is it the bride-to-be, her ex-roommate, who also happens to be the groom's former fiancé, the retired soccer superstar, who's now the Maharaja's business manager, or even the groom's sister? Nick and Audrey must help solve the case while also clearing their own names in the process. Similar to Dungeons & Dragons, Murder Mystery 2 is a lot of silly fun that depends on your tolerance for Adam Sandler. I love most of his comedies, so this one was right up my alley. The interplay between Sandler and Aniston is just as sharp as the first movie, and it really never takes itself too seriously. Honestly, this is the type of movie that you could just watch at any given moment, and if it weren't on Netflix, if you happen on it while switching channels, you'd just stop and watch the rest. Murder Mystery 2 is rated PG-13, mostly for language. My 18-year-old daughter and I laughed throughout and really enjoyed it. Again, it's streaming on Netflix. Another streaming movie that I enjoyed for entirely different reasons is over on Apple TV+, and it's called Tetris. Yes, as in Tetris, the spinning blocks video game that literally owned my life for a bit back in the early 1990s. 
This movie's based on the true story of how that game got out of the Cold War era Soviet Union and into nearly everyone's hands 30 years ago. And believe me, it is a story. Taron Edgerton stars as Hank Rogers, a wannabe video game designer who discovers a simple yet addicting game made by a Russian computer programmer where you take falling, misshaping blocks and try to place them in a line across the screen. It's part puzzle, part strategy, part spatial awareness. Rogers is convinced the game will be a big hit, but a big electronics company already has the distribution rights for the game in most of the world. However, he does manage to buy distribution rights for Japan with hopes that Nintendo, yeah, you've heard of them, will partner with him in getting the game into consumers' hands. What follows is a whole series of contractual double crosses, extortion, backroom deals, dangerous trips into Soviet Russia, and top-secret plans for an unheard-of device at the time, the Game Boy, which Rogers understands will change gaming forever. I'm telling you, I was completely hooked as I watched Tetris. Yes, somewhat from nostalgia, remembering how many hours I played Tetris on Nintendo and Game Boy, but it also takes some time to highlight what things were like for many Russians during the Cold War, and it has some fun with 8-bit graphics during scene transitions throughout. It's a Cold War spy movie about a video game. Tetris is definitely worth your time, though it is rated R for language. It is streaming on Apple TV+. Also on streaming is yet another conspiracy thriller series where nothing is as it seems. On Paramount+, Plus, we've got Rabbit Hole, starring Kiefer Sutherland. While you might immediately think of his role as Jack Bauer on 24, and from the trailer of Rabbit Hole, you'll wonder if it's just like that. But I'll tell you this, it is not. Sutherland plays John Weir, a master of deception in the world of corporate espionage. He and his team set up elaborate con games on rich Wall Street types to get them to make financial moves that benefit Weir's clients. Weir's also being investigated by the FBI's Financial Crimes Unit and is completely paranoid of everything. After Weir and his team complete one particular job, everything goes haywire, and Weir finds himself being blamed for a death that he didn't commit. Or did he? Or didn't he? This is where things start to get very confusing. The show jumps around in time, going back to incidents from Weir's youth, the present, and then occasionally the future, essentially him playing out multiple scenarios in his mind. Think like Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes movies. I admit it, I'm, though I'm in on the series, even though I felt and still feel very confused as to what's actually going on. The first two episodes, which are available to stream right now, had enough breadcrumbs and interesting mysteries to keep me coming back for more. Shows rated TVMA for violence and language, and new episodes drop each Sunday on Paramount Plus. Now, our honorable mention list, things that are out, but we didn't have time for more detail. Leading off is a new sitcom on Netflix called Unstable that stars Rob Lowe and his son John Owen Lowe. Rob plays a wealthy Elon Musk-type charismatic genius named Ellis Dragon. John Owen Lowe plays Dragon's introverted son Jackson, who, quite frankly, is tired of everyone using him to get to his famous father. Though John Owen is pretty smart himself, he deliberately has avoided walking in his father's footsteps and even lives on the other side of the country. But after Jackson's mother and Ellis's wife passes away, Jackson has to come back and help his eccentric dad save the company. Unstable's a quirky sitcom along the lines of Better Off Ted, if you remember that one. Lowe plays a combination of his characters from Parks and Rec and The Grinder, which is not a knock. The ensemble is mostly unknown, but for me, what kept me going as I they were what kept me going as I binged all ten half-hour episodes over a couple of days. Unstable is on. On Netflix. Finally, lovers of classic Charles Dickens literature, you might want to look away. <laughs> a new adaptation of Dickens' Great Expectations premiered this week on Hulu. The tale of Pip, the poor English orphan who's given the great opportunity to leave his poverty-stricken life behind and become a rich gentleman in the early 1800s, has been assigned reading in many a high school English class. Now it's told, once again, by FX and Hulu, with a surprising visual attention to detail. Oscar winner Olivia Coleman plays famous character Miss Havisham, 
with some of the grossest teeth you will ever see on TV this year or maybe ever. Leave it to FX Channel to turn Charles Dickens into a mature-rated show. Now, I may have only read part of the book in high school and faked my way through the tests, but I'm pretty sure Pip's sister wasn't into bondage play in the book. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Pip didn't use the F word. So use judgment before you check this one out. I'm guessing it's not the version they'll play for you to watch in English class, even if you have a substitute. And yet, I'm oddly invested in this show now because I need to see how the story plays out. Great Expectations is streaming on Hulu. Looking ahead to next week, we've got the debut of the Super Mario Brothers animated film and a movie about how we got the most famous shoe brand in modern history, Air Jordans. Yeah, that's what I'm excited to see, that one. Yeah. And i got to admit, I, I still have Tetris on my phone. Dude, that is, that nice. is the only game I play. It is my favorite, so I'm interested to see oh, that one. And I tell you what, it, it's like a spy movie. Like, you're like... What are they going to do? And then, you, then it dawns on you. This is about getting a video game right out of Russia. <laughs> you know what? That's the only one I still play, so I get it. Wow. All right. Awesome. Andy, thank you so much. Okay, let's talk about weather. Well, now i got to watch your screen. You're about to lose. I, I know. I, I was there. trying to play while he was talking, but it's hard to go do both. Yeah. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there.